0: A little two week hiatus. Yep. You know. Sorry, y'all. I was in. Whatever. I was at Oktoberfest and I was in. Don't fault him
1: for being out of the country on vacation.
0: Sorry, I was keeping it lit.
1: All I'm saying is I went to Hawaii and I made it back in time.
0: But, you know, that's... yeah. Hey, it, you, you know, didn't go to Oktoberfest, okay? You know, People were is, doing cocaine off of dicks and stuff. What? Like shit was, <laughs> shit <laughs> was lit. Okay?
1: Was it another guy doing cocaine off of dicks? Or was it like a woman doing, a go- doing no, the cocaine? doing it was for
0: sure like two dudes. It was it was. Gross. Were they partners? I don't know.
1: It's just I don't speak German, cocaine so I have no dicks. fucking clue. Well, you know there is something called a german sex dungeon you know they have german dungeon porn yeah i'm pretty sure those guys get down over there they do yeah they sure do yeah kind of that, that i can confirm it's like Oey. but that i didn't know it was like this
0: i'm definitely That's, going back to oktoberfest because they keep it lit over there how much cocaine and, are you gonna do
1: uh less less <laughs> <laughs> how much did you do this time
0: uh we're not here to talk about that <laughs> Well, we're here to talk about
1: it's legal in germany we're good is
0: frank william abagnale
1: do you, you think the people know who that is
0: uh no Shitheads? but he was the uh subject of a little movie called catch me if you can with leo 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 and dicaprio he, he and something for that didn't tom hanks
1: thomas thomas Hanks. so and Steve. i mean
0: when you got those two yeah. I'm watching it Chabot's finest For sure Tom Chabot, Hanks <laughs> They won't stop talking about Fucking Tom Hanks If you go to Chabot Yeah no. They're insane. like he went here Yeah we know
1: Yeah but exactly you
0: know what Let's give the people what they want What's that Timeline Fucking timeline So Frank Abagnale Junior Was born April 27th 1948 In New York His father Spoiler alert His name is Frank <laughs> Abignail Sr., uh, his mother, Paulette, they divorced when he was 14. Yeah. So Abignail was actually extremely close to his father, and he viewed him as sort of a role model. So he would attend business meetings with his father, which is where he learned the details about business transactions. So despite having a relatively stable childhood, Abignail soon resorted to petty crimes like shoplifting, a uh, little shit like that. Uh, yeah. Ironically, Abigail's father was the first victim of his uh, confidence artist career.
1: So what is con- oh, that's what he calls so, himself. Okay, gotcha. people say gotcha.
0: people say a con man. I never knew what that meant, and then I realized they're called confidence tricks, where you just. Blatantly ah, confident No I didn't so you know trick that people I, thought it was, into... I
1: thought a con was like a con You're getting over on the guy No, But it's just, because you're confident You're just yeah. being super fucking confident Epiphany. And that's
0: tricking people into thinking that you I know, know a guy that does that on. There's a lot of people that do that No
1: I, we we personally both know a person that does that <laughs> <laughs> He well, may or may not have conned himself Into every finals game The last three years Huh? We'll talk about it afterwards. All right. That's, well, then, <laughs> that's, that's
0: another thing. So when Appingdale was 15, he called a bunch of gas stations, told the owners to ring him up for merchandise like tires. Oh, uh, this
1: one was great. This like was that. his first con, his first big like, con. And then he'd con. give them the merchandise back for cash. Yeah. Well, my understanding when I was reading, I so his dad... Uh, his dad gave him a a, credit card. gave him a credit card to go with his car just for gasoline. So he figured out a scheme to where instead he would rack up he would rack up the uh, the dollar amounts on car purchases, so tires, oil changes, things like that. Not oil changes, but you know tires and things like that, like regular maintenance, batteries right. for they just
0: charge him for shit, and then he. But Take the cash back Well
1: he would No he would charge the card And buy it But I think he went somewhere else To return it Because obviously They're not going to let you Return a credit card At the same spot And give you cash for it I don't believe so
0: No I think he was literally Selling them the shit back For cash Yeah, Yeah At a way lower value At what he bought it at Yeah In turn Selling his credit for cash
1: Yeah But well his dad's credit Right So he was getting He was making money off of it
0: so eventually, this scam worked out until his father received a bill for thirty four hundred dollars. And
1: what was that equivalent to?
0: Like twelve thousand.
1: <laughs> twelve thousand. I my research says twenty seven thousand in twenty eighteen. Oh
0: fuck me. <laughs> well, what Abignale didn't know is his father was struggling financially, <laughs> and he did this con thinking, "Oh, my dad has a business; it's all good." Yeah. So his mom sent him to a school for troubled boys. And during that period, his father actually lost that business. Meanwhile, Abignail left home at the age of 16 and earned $1.50 an hour in his first job. He believed the low pay was due to his age rather than the lack of a high school degree. So what yeah. he did was he altered his ID to pretend he was 10 years older. <laughs> and it
1: gave him yeah. more money. Insane. Which works, yeah. worked out in his favor.
0: <laughs> so obviously... You know, if you do more cons, you get more confident, and then you do more bigger cons, right?
1: You, you do quite a bit bigger cons. So
0: Abignail became a master check forger, and apparently the first uh, to exploit the routing of checks via numbers on the code line. So he had difficulties at the beginning because the practice of writing bad checks and overdrawing his account only worked so long before the banks demanded he pay. Yeah. right so as a result of that he started using different methods of conning people out of money in one instance he took a batch of bank deposit slips right
1: this one this one is so tricky You right. know, it's crazy smart so most of the people
0: leave the account number section blank but he filled his account number and then the banks always go by the section wow. if it's filled, but usually people leave them blank because it's going to the same, they, yeah. The account it's usually going to. So the next morning he woke up and there was forty two thousand dollars in his fucking account. Well,
1: so he, I read that he magnetically printed that onto. He magnetically. That's printed, a faster way. Yeah, he magnetically yeah. printed those onto the account numbers. So exactly like you said, all of that stack had his account number on it mm-hmm. um and i don't know if they read it by magnets or something like if you can influence all the other ones in between be just to go directly more to it for the bank. yeah but he magnetically printed them on there and people were depositing their money directly into his account um he was doing other things like his early cons he did that for far longer than than people thought because he would go to Different banks open up different accounts, right? And use different aliases. So he kept that going for a while and then he started getting more uh, elaborate with mm-hmm. it. Soon he would realize he'd have
0: more success with those with that mm-hmm. check fraud yeah. if he could showcase, you know, that he had a legitimate um, way of getting money. Yeah, so he knew that pilots were well respected individuals, so he used his cunning to acquire a uniform. And that's where his career, uh, quite
1: literally, took off. <laughs> quite literally. So with the with the uniform, uh, he once he decided to impersonate. A uh, pilot for the legitimacy of the checks. He got a uniform by calling Pan America World Airways, so Pan Am Airlines, telling the company that he was a pilot working for them who had lost his uniform. <laughs> While
0: well, getting it cleaned at a hotel.
1: It, yeah, exactly. While getting it cleaned at a hotel and he gave them basically just this fake employee ID number and they were like, yep, there you go. And they sent to him a Pan Am pilot outfit. And then that's why it's called the confidence trick. Exactly. He's just like, yeah, for sure. And then he takes it a step further and he forges an FAA pilot's license,
0: a federal aviation administration. FAA.
1: Everybody knows what FAA is. Oh,
0: everybody knows that. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: But he, uh, he forged an FAA pilot's license. So now he's, well, not legally, but he can be a pilot. If he, if his confidence holds up, and takes off. He
0: could potentially fly a plane if he wanted to. But according to him, he couldn't fly a fucking kite.
1: So so there, there was one instance where he actually flew the plane. He put in autopilot
0: the That's second it. they gave him the
1: controls. And he faked it. He faked it till he made it. He was like, Yeah, sure. Hey, just like the rest of us. Yeah. So the big con when it comes to this wasn't his wasn't him being able to fly the plane. He traveled, what you call it, between the ages of 16 and 18. Abigail flew as a passenger more than 1 million miles. On more than 250 flights and flew to 26 countries by deadheading I had to look up what deadheading was and it came up with a bunch of flower stuff no but then uh, I got you into float. it okay, and you got it. I got into it and deadheading is basically what flight attendants and pilots do they get on a plane that's going to their destination that they're gonna fly out of exactly. so if you're flying out of Denver you would fly from Oakland to Denver Uh, and then you would deadhead that flight so technically you're getting paid to be on this flight so you can be to the place that you're taking off it's your
0: travel pay basically exactly
1: and this is what he did he just said that he was deadheading these flights got on there and people would like treat him differently he would get better benefits Mm -hmm. by being on this plane he obviously wouldn't get paid for it but he's flying to all these countries absolutely free not and only
0: that, he managed to get a group of college students to work as stewardesses what? as a means of eliminating suspicions.
1: I didn't hear this part. That's yeah. awesome.
0: So those women were the misdirection in him completing his cons
1: on those flights. That's in the movie where he pulls up with the with a bunch the of women. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Um, and then he also by deadheading and. Uh, yeah. This podcast brought to you by Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace, delicious.
0: Anyways, don't be a bitch. Oh wait, that's a different. <laughs> that's one. Elijah Craig. Oh my bad, Elijah Craig. Bad. Don't
1: disrespect Elijah Craig like that. It costs Elijah like,
0: Craig was fantastic.
1: It costs like twenty more dollars than this too. So, woo, that's a, <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, no, it wasn't that expensive. It was pretty good. Either anyways,
0: well, eventually. Frank gets into a little bit of hot water.
1: So wait, wait. he also with this by impersonating the the pilot and, and faking like he's deadheading to places, he also got uh what's included into the pilots is you get free boarding, you get free lodging, you get discounts, you right. get you get a food stipend, St- you get right. all this different stuff. And he was exploiting that completely. He was flying to all these places that he wanted to, and he's like, Okay, I'm staying at this hotel and get it for completely Not free. Not to
0: mention cashing fucking payroll checks.
1: Yeah payroll checks payroll checks not from like small companies he was he was cashing payroll checks from uh united airlines and hertz like airlines and rental car places
0: did you see the one where he uh he saw where the rental car places were depositing their uh,
1: security (laughs) slips this is the best one yeah go ahead i saw it yeah so
0: in in the the drop box he put a sign that says Dropbox out of order. It, was it the rental the... cars? Yeah,
1: you sure? Yeah. I thought it was a pilot. Okay, gotcha. No,
0: it was with the rental
1: cars. It said, yeah.
0: Dropbox out of order. Leave it with the security so he, guard. So he put this Went thing with a fucking security guard outfit that
1: he bought at like uh, a fucking store, fucking spirit or something Yeah, shit. and he put a uh, he put like a sleeve over it that said out of order.
0: Right, leave with leave the slips with the security guard, and it fucking worked. People fucking just handed him fucking
1: money all the money
0: he was like i can't believe it worked because how the fuck could a dropbox be out of, <laughs> out of order be
1: out of order it's fucking insane <laughs> and people just like a dropbox like like a usps mailbox except you just put it in there there's a little slot and you put it in there how can that be man. out of order and people just didn't think they're like yeah sure and they were handing this could guy think over of a
0: handful of people that would just go for it yeah You know what they did? They they did a study about following orders in the 60s after. Mm. um, Because they thought about, you know, how could all the Nazis be killing Jews and just be following orders and it's all good? Like, so a doctor actually ordered. This is totally unrelated. I don't know why. Yeah, whatever. Let's just
1: go for it. But. Tangents are awesome.
0: So. A doctor was uh, looking for volunteers for a study. You know, they yeah. were super bland about it. And then a bunch of people signed up. So it was 40 guys. And what they did was they had like a shock machine. And they were trying to uh, test people's memory is what they told the test yeah. subjects. It but the people that theory. were answering the questions were obviously in on the the study. Yeah. So they gave them a pretend shock. But the volunteer thinks they're giving them a real shock. And it goes uh, all the way Oh,
1: so the people that are sitting down answering the question. Right. Gotcha, gotcha. So
0: it goes all the way to a lethal dose, right? Yeah. And uh most of the people exceeded the expectation. Like a hundred percent gave more than like three hundred and fifty volts fucking shock.
1: And they no like, qualms. Enough to fry
0: you. Because somebody
1: else said They were
0: like, Oh no, you need to do this this needs to carry on. Like keep like they, they they were giving them um like they're like oh i don't want to do this anymore and they're like oh no it's okay it's fine like, yeah you keep, gotta keep going keep yeah. going you gotta keep going like this study has to keep going blah blah blah. and the, how <laughs> and much like, did the
1: did the fakers get paid because they had to pay that off do play like, that off like a son of a bitch like, so like 30, yeah. <laughs> 30
0: of the dudes went until dead it would have killed them
1: that's crazy 30 out of 40 That's a ridiculous amount. Just because some other guy was like, no, you just keep going. It's fine. Uh,
0: Not to say uh, that anybody's not at fault, but like, fuck, man. Like that many people are just like, oh, I'm just doing what they told me to do.
1: Exactly. Well, I mean, you got to think. I don't know if it probably happens at your job. Well, you can't really do it at your job because you will probably kill people. Uh, But And that's not good for any medical director. (laughs) At, At my job, there's some days where like. My like I I really like what I do. I don't love it. I like what I do because it's in the field that I like. But there's some days where I know my job's not that fucking important. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to me, outside life is more important and that's what I focus on. So there's some days that he'll tell me to do something, I'll be yeah, sure, I'll get to it and I don't fucking do it because I know that I'm safe. And it's just like I don't that's, fucking that's feel like unethical, it. Kyle. I don't give a shit. <laughs> and it's like you know, uh, I, I don't feel like it. It's kind of one of those things where it's like I don't give a shit type of thing. Like if I was the guy handed off the money and I really didn't care about my job, not my fucking money, exactly. But there you go. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So that probably who gives that's, a shit? That's why it worked. Exactly. They're just like fuck it. Right. So, so, so with the with the pilot thing, the yeah. w- we'll go back to where you said. Uh, he couldn't fly a kite. He was like, yeah. I can't fly a kite. So as soon as he sits in the cockpit, he turns it on autopilot because he has the realization that he had 175 passengers lives at the at the tips of his fingers yeah. and he can potentially kill them all. So he he has some ethics to him. He's just trying to make his life better. and yeah. get, He's making his life better and getting money, but he's he doesn't trying to want anybody
0: he d- else to be in harm. He doesn't
1: way. want to kill people. So yeah. let's preface this next section with that.
0: So, after this, for whatever reason, he decides to impersonate a physician because he was uh, almost caught with Pan Am.
1: He, yeah, they so were, he was like, okay, they were hot on the cool. trail. I got to
0: yeah. play it cool in Georgia and impersonate a physician because he was like friends with another so, doctor. <laughs> this is the craziest thing. Or some shit. A
1: physician. Like, it's the crazy... the Like... Why would you go from pilot and then be like, oh, I can become a physician, a doctor. So it went to the extent. So for 11 months, Abigail Abagnale impersonated a chief resident uh, pediatrician. So a child's doctor in a Georgia hospital under the alias Frank Williams, which isn't far off from his yeah. name. Um he chose this course after he recently, after he was nearly arrested disembarking a flight from in New Orleans, afraid of possible capture, he retired temporarily to Georgia. Uh, while filling out a rental application, he impulsively listed his occupation as doctor, fearing that the owner might check with Pan Am if he wrote pilot. After befriending a real doctor who lived in the same apartment complex, he agreed to act as a supervisor of resident interns as a favor until the local hospital can find someone uh, else to take the job. Right. So he befriended a doctor and was like, hey, we got a position open. He's like, sure, I'll take that. Uh, the position was not solely administrative as uh, as he claimed, which as he since claimed, but not demanding enough for Abigail Abignail to just like f- fake himself through it, you know. What no, I mean? I
0: mean he has. So he has as part of his resident duties is really just to round the interns mm-hmm. and have them show off their fucking skills, which is yeah. how he was able to mask his lack of medical knowledge by them just being like, "Oh yeah, I got this." Let well, me, because the here.
1: seven interns were good and they came from medical school and luckily actual, he had good interns. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, but I mean, at one point they call the code blue
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's on the fucking pediatric floor. So you have a baby well, that can't fucking breathe. Yeah.
1: People don't know what a cold blue is. It's basically an oxygen, <laughs> oxygen deficiency. So a baby right. that can't breathe, it's actually blue.
0: So there's an infant in danger of dying. Can't breathe. He realizes he's unable to continue this con because he, he's fucking paralyzed in this situation because he doesn't mm-hmm. know what to do. And he doesn't want to put lives in danger, as you stated earlier. Yeah. So, I mean.
1: And, well, the nurses started sus- to suspect things, too, because right. when they said cold blue, and he was just like,
0: uh, okay, uh, you uh, know what I mean? But like, like, you gotta hop on that shit
1: Yeah you gotta know what to do Give me this Yeah that stat Type of thing You gotta be there You know stat's a medical word You can do that Yeah sure You know what I mean
0: I mean a lot of the times When it's like a baby yeah. They're choking on something You gotta turn them over And fucking smack the shit Out of their or back Stick a finger right up their ass no, And make them cough No What That's what your doctor did That's not Like Anyway Real he procedure on And uh, After that he decides To be a lawyer so he actually
1: studies for like seven months. <laughs> this fucking guy, dude, this guy's such a fucking G. He goes, is like, all right, I'm going to scam all, all of this bank stuff. I'm a scam. I'm going to make a lot of fucking money doing that. Doesn't get caught doing that. Gets close to being caught, doesn't get caught. Makes all this money doing that. To add legitimacy to his bank scams, he's like, okay, I'm going to be a pilot. He flies fucking everywhere. Everywhere gets free hotels, uh, food free stipend, fucking, meals. fucking everything, Not free to flights, fucking
0: paychecks.
1: Yeah, exactly. Which he siphoned by being a security guard, and then he goes on and he's a doctor. Like this dude, you got to give him credit for. This is the definition of con man. He is a confidence man. He's just getting. He's like, I'm so confident, I'm going to be able to pull all this stuff off which he does to a certain extent and then all of a sudden he just decides to be a lawyer which you probably have to be very well versed in law in order to do
0: yes law and order and (laughs) god damn you beat me (laughs) i was gonna (laughs) anyways but he fucking studied for seven months and passes the bar exam
1: on his third try. Yeah, he tried twice, but back then you could he take it. He passed the
0: fucking bar yeah. after forging uh, uh graduation from Harvard Law.
1: The, heart, the, like, the most prestigious law, law school. school you can get into. Yeah, I'm at Harvard. So uh, back then you could take, I guess now the bar exam's different. Like you only get a couple of shots, but back then you could take it as many times as you, you, as can, you could. I
0: think you can still take it three times.
1: But you could take it as many times as you could back then okay. until you passed it. And it. Is what it at least is what it states. So Abigail says it was it actually wasn't that difficult after studying. It was more of a practice in eliminating what you got wrong, so you know what you got wrong last time and just right. change it and, and make it right. So he faked his way through that, and then what happens?
0: Well, he pretended to be that guy yeah and he worked as a gopher boy for several months before he left because he discovered that a colleague was performing a background check on him
1: so it's a little it goes a little bit deeper into that so uh yeah he was a gopher boy doing all that uh frank he Abignail had trouble forging or coming up with stories plausible stories for uh himself as an undergraduate at harvard the, Obviously, right. he never attended it. So, right. like, he was just making stories up and they didn't seem feasible. And the co-worker, Smalltalk. So, he had a couple of other co-workers that had attended Harvard Law and were Harvard uh, Law oh, graduates. Fuck.
0: He was yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> that were Harvard Law graduates. Um, so. The real Harvard law started that was working for the attorney, was hounding him with questions, asking him, like, Hey, how's your experience? How was this? How was that type of thing at Harvard? And he had trouble. So
0: still teaching the. Yeah,
1: exactly. He had trouble coming up with stuff because he had never gone to Harvard. Soon after, small talk around the office had got out to where uh, him and the other Harvard law uh, alum. Had like this motherfucker doesn't go to he never right. went to Harvard. Like, never went to Harvard. Yeah, he never went to Harvard. He doesn't know about them apples. And uh,
0: never even seen him start a car.
1: They start, but packing a car is different. Where's
0: my khakis?
1: <laughs> you khakis? Your khakis? Um, so they started over the water cooler, just talking back and forth, like we're gonna get the we're gonna this motherfucker. So they started digging deeper and deeper, and they fi- they soon figured out that. He'd never attended Harvard He was like This This guy's lying So right. then They're
0: like Hey Frank You like apples? Yeah
1: Exactly <laughs> So then they delved into it And they were going to perform uh, Perform They were going to get A background check on him mm-hmm. But he ended up resigning Before the background check like, Went now, through He's like Deuces
0: He moved to Montpellier.
1: Montpellier. Is that how you say it? Montpellier. I'm assuming Because it's in France It was in France. So he tried to go straight. Like I said, after all this, so he started at a very young age conning his dad.
0: He's like 20 years old and moved to France. Well, yeah. At a very young (laughs) age,
1: he was like 14. He conned his dad out of equivalent $27,000 today's money. He then goes and starts forging bank documents and becoming rich because he's uh, forging bank documents. And then he tricks the bank or outsmarts the, the bank into dumping all the money, all everybody else's money into his into bank his account. account. Then he becomes a pilot. I don't know if he gets paid from that, but he ends up getting more money because he figures out how the rental cars drop off money and the airlines drop off money and ends up He's taking that.
0: He's basically writing his own Pan Am Yep.
1: And then and takes depositing that.
0: depositing them Pre- into his account.
1: Pretty much. And then after that, he goes to a hospital where he... F- he fakes documents saying he went to medical medical school and all that. I'm assuming he's getting an actual paycheck from this because everything was kosher. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's getting a paycheck from that. Same thing with the law firm, getting an actual paycheck from the law firm right. until he gets caught. After this whole thing, people caught on to him and they're thinking they're like, "Wait a second. But then he gets away right before right, then. Right. He never gets fucking caught. Exactly. And then he moves to France.
0: He moved to France. Got a fucking girlfriend.
1: Yeah, that's it. That was his downfall.
0: <laughs> she she was also a stewardess. <clears throat> yeah. Well, actually, at this time, she was an ex-girlfriend. Yeah. So that's the real fucked up part.
1: Yeah. Well, the stewardess that he flew with, he ended right. up having and a relationship. with. She recognized with.
0: his face on a wanted poster. Alerted the uh, alerted the alerted alerted the authorities, and Abigail then served time in France, Sweden and the United States, and performed two escapes
1: during this period. So, like, his... first... His arrest. Well, his arrests were interesting, too, because... Well, yeah, in the the movie, he arrests himself. I didn't watch the movie. I don't know. I just saw scenes. Frank Abagnale plays the French policeman who arrests... That's amazing. ...Leo DiCaprio. That's awesome. So... But his arrest, <laughs> his arrests were different because uh, the French police arrested him. But he was wanted in twelve different countries because of right. his, because of his fraud. So he was arrested at uh, in France, and then he goes to the prison and he serves. I believe uh, he he served a one year sentence uh he served six months in france six months in
0: sweden and then i think four or five years in the u.s it it was a one of 12
1: yeah it was a one-year sentence the judge reduced it down to six months and then sweden takes him he has a trial in sweden he served the six months and then uh is something weird happened with his his passport i think the u.s revoked his passport because he would have served more time in sweden if he if u.s had not revoked his passport because uh well swedish jails are pretty shitty i remember asap no, no, no. rocky got well had a shitty situation if you think there. swedish jails are bad the french jail was even worse the french jail he wasn't allowed to leave his cell really? don't oh. they give you like
0: croissants and shit
1: yeah but you get one croissant a day and that's oh. not enough to live are off they of you know what
0: croissants, mean? Though?
1: still you know what fuck, I mean? I'd rather you, have
0: a butter croissant you know, today than you
1: know jail croissants are the worst yeah, they're that's not true. getting that's actual
0: true no they're getting margarine croissants it's not yeah, butter it's croissants. not butter it's yeah.
1: mar- it's vegetable shortening <laughs> croissants <laughs> fuck <it. laughs> um but they're apparently skimping
0: on the coffee it's all watered down but
1: in uh, in France he was held in a he was held nude in a teeny filthy a t- teeny tiny filthy lightless cell which he was never allowed to leave um, the cell had no mattress, no plumbing, and no electricity. So France, he was in a sh- literal shit situation. He just had to like shit in a corner, like it was bad. And then he goes to. You
0: got a poop corner, you got a pee corner, yeah, sleep
1: corner, and the eat corner. And then you got a toilet kitchen, and that's something completely different. And uh, or the city. <laughs> then he gets extradited to Sweden, which the circumstances were much better. Like when it comes to prison mm-hmm. like he it was like in the u.s you had you had a bed you had a cell you had a toilet and then you had your meals things like that and then u.s revokes his passport which forces sweden's hand and they had to extradite him back to the u.s mm-hmm. then he goes to the u.s and he ends up spending i believe you said five years right i, I can't dig through it i don't know where it's at but he, he spent he spent years in did he spend yeah, five years because he, it says he was sentenced to twelve.
0: He was sentenced to twelve, but he only spent like four or five okay. years in there before the FBI was like, "Hey, come be a consultant for fraud." And no, 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 no. Well,
1: before we do that, because that's that's his current. But anyway, his he, current he, thing, he, his he escape performed Two attempts.
0: escapes, right? The first came. He's being deported to the United States. They were alleged
1: alleged escapes. But he
0: ends up getting away from the people that were deporting him. And ends up getting up into Canada.
1: So what happened is while he was being deported, he escaped from the British VC-10 airliner. So he, he while he's taxiing on the runway, he escapes from the plane. Uh, it was turning onto the taxiway at New York's JFK International Airport. Under cover of night, he scaled a nearby fence and hailed a cab to Grand Central Terminal. Um after stopping in the Bronx to change clothes, he picked up a set of keys at the Montreal Bank uh safe deposit box containing $20,000 back in fucking I don't know, like the eight, 70s, 70s or something. Yeah. Uh Abagnale caught a train to Montreal's Dorval Airport, now Montreal-Pierre Elliott Trudeau International Airport to purchase a ticket to Sao Paulo, Canada, get it. Together. Yeah, right. To uh purchase a ticket to Sao Paulo, Brazil. Um,
0: everybody deserves name on.
1: Yeah, right. Airport. Everybody fucking even Fuck. Trudeau, Elliot Trudeau, Pierre Elliot Trudeau is probably a super prominent guy in Canadian history that we're just shitting on. I'm sorry, Canadians. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Now that was bad. Um, so after a close call at Max Milk, which I guess is like a convenience store in yeah, Canada. Yeah. Uh, he was apprehended by a constable of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police or Mounties for short. Oh, they got that uh, hoser. They got that bloody hoser. Uh, while standing in line at the ticket counter, subsequently Abagnale was handed over to the U.S. Border Patrol. So he fucking made it to Canada.
0: Here's my thing though. He says he escaped via the bathroom.
1: The bathroom? Which is horseshit.
0: There's no fucking way. Well,
1: he probably said he was, like, going to the bathroom, and you know how the emergency exits are by the bathrooms, usually? I mean... Maybe. I haven't read Catch Me If You Can, which is In the bathroom,
0: you literally have to, like, lift the whole toilet up, and then there's, like, a four-inch hole that you could climb through that would get you outside of the plane, but you have to be extremely small for that, and it'd be really gross and dirty.
1: I think he found another way to get out. I think so, too. You know, I don't think he went through the bathroom. There had to have been a different way. Like, you could probably, from the main cabin, you would have to be able to access the storage compartment somehow. Okay.
0: The second one is more plausible and really disappointing. So, during a stint in a, <laughs> in a federal detention center in Georgia. Georgia. Uh, Abigail pretended to be an undercover prison inspector. So, as a result, he received better food and treatment Dude. than everybody else. <laughs> This guy is so fucking confident. (laughs) Eventually... He's the ultimate con man. He approaches the guards, confirms that he's an undercover agent, and requested a phone call to speak to an FBI agent. His girlfriend, at the time, posed as the agent on the phone and arranged a meeting. They drove away together in a simple escape, which supposedly was covered up by authorities. So... When when he was in either G- that really happened or he's just blowing fucking hot air out his asshole. It,
1: because these are alleged attempts, yeah. escape attempts. These are according to this, him
0: in his autobiography. This
1: could be him like trying to bolster yeah, his. He's like,
0: I was the shit,
1: but I mean, I I could after impersonating all these people, I right. can't put it past him. Uh, yeah. But it goes into detail saying that uh, he he posed as one of those uh, as one of those. Uh, Inspectors, uh, but what you call it? The U.S. Marshal. Uh, they were what you call it. They were they were scared of losing another officer because apparently they had had other undercover agents in in prisons. But they had end up lose. They had lost their papers. They had lost like their papers that said that they were undercover agents, and they actually Son like, of a big, yeah. And they actually imagine went, being one of those poor. They're like, oh, I'm gonna go home in a month. You know what I mean? But I get better treatment while I'm here. But they lost their papers, so they couldn't prove that they were like uh, inspection agents.
0: What a clusterfuck.
1: Yeah, they couldn't ins- prove they were an inspection agents. So basically, by a stroke of luck, Abagnale, uh had. They were like, yeah, 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 because they didn't see any papers for him. But they just confirmed that they're like, yeah, yeah, he's one of ours because they didn't want to lose another yeah. guy, pretty much. And then his girlfriend, uh, Jean Sebring or Jean 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 Sebring J E A Sebring. That's it, Chrysler. I drive a Dodge Stratus. Don't know why that made me think of it. Maybe because it's the same car.
0: I think of Michael Scott when I think of Crisis. Sleeping.
1: I haven't got through all the Office, you know, but it is what it is. Um, she she got it. She did a bunch of things. She forged an FBI ID. She she forged a a card for the supposedly uh, Abigail's like inspector, like his boss in like as an expect inspector, and uh, I think the prison even went. Uh, Because she gave those to the prison and everything. And the prison went as far to call those numbers that were on the thing. And by the way, Abigail
0: didn't look like Leo.
1: No, he was old. He was gray already. He's, He's not
0: a sexy motherfucker like that. He went gray in his teens. He's a very... Older, yeah. very... He looks... He he did go gray in his teens, which yeah. helped him with his cons. Yeah,
1: but he looked very pedestrian. He just looks like some... He's not Leonardo DiCaprio. Like, I'd fuck Leonardo DiCaprio. And he looks like guy, an older,
0: know. unassuming Jewish man. Yep.
1: I actually That's know a guy that looks a whole looks lot like. like him, but I'm not going to put his name out there. Yeah. Um. But... The jail went as far as to uh, call the the number on the phone. And the number on the phone was sent to a pay phone in Atlanta where uh, Gene Sebring picked up the phone and basically uh, acted as an operator as the FBI of the agent. FBI operator and fucking routed him around. Yeah, let me link you up. And then the, through that, he was able to uh, orchestrate the escape by saying that he can meet at this undisclosed location in a car, which he met Gene Sebring and then they dipped out and left. And he was, uh, he was super adamant. He was trying to get to Brazil. He was really trying to get to Brazil, but I think that ended up getting, uh, X I believe. Yeah.
0: I think they caught him right. after. Yeah. That. So, uh,
1: what you call it incognito Sebring picked up Abignail up instead and drove them to an Atlanta bus station where he took a Greyhound bus to New York and soon thereafter a train to Washington D.C. Abignail then bluffed his way through an attempted capture by posing as an FBI agent after being recognized at a motel registration yeah. by a motel registration clerk. Um intent on making his way to Brazil, Abignale was picked up a few weeks later by an, two NYPD detectives when he was inadvertently walked past them in an unmarked car. He didn't. He didn't. He was looking out for cops, but he didn't see them in an unmarked yeah. car. And he was picked up by them, too, because he was on FBI's most wanted list. Right, yeah. And ends up getting caught by that. Um, And then, yeah. So, he has legitimate jobs now? Yeah. So, what's he doing?
0: So, when he got picked up, right? Yep. He decided that he's gonna teach them about ways to prevent other con artists from successfully committing fraud. So he was hired and fired from several jobs since his criminal past was revealed. Uh but now he set up Abignail and Associates in Oklahoma. Yep. And that organization advises companies on I've had a few. I've been drinking all day. And then you bring me this fucking Buffalo Trace. It's
1: good, ain't it? And I'm zilled. See, I didn't, I didn't correct you or anything. You just did that on I your own. I felt it, you know. But so, this Buffalo Trace is delicious, by the way. If yes, you haven't it had it, it's a great budget whiskey. Go ahead and uh, pick one up. Buffalo Trace. Be a buffalo and be a buffalo. It's been around since 1775, by the way. So it's it's a it's a good. That's doing. one
0: year before the United States.
1: Sure is. It's older than the U.S. How about that shit? America's whiskey.
0: Mm, mm. Happy Indigenous Peoples
1: Day. Did you see what they did to Columbus's statue in Coit Tower?
0: Fucking rightfully so. Yeah. But Columbus what, was a
1: piece of shit. On Thanksgiving,
0: I'm going to be eating turkey.
1: Sure am. So, I mean, Thank I'm you, a walking pilgrims.
0: contradiction, I guess. You know
1: what I mean? And your name's Christopher because you were born on Indigenous Peoples Day. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know... <laughs> Yeah, it is what it is. But anyways, so,
0: you (laughs) know, so you kind of caught me there. I'm a little off guarded right now. Well, you shouldn't be ashamed of that. See, that's not my fault. I didn't name
1: myself. Back when you were named Christopher, it wasn't like widely accepted that Christopher Columbus was a piece of shit that just took over a country. You know yeah, what I it was mean? Like
0: he found it because nobody else knew it was no, here. No, this
1: motherfucker was the most lost son of a bitch ever. He, <laughs> he, you know why? You know why? You know, he was looking for India. I know, you know why I Native know. Americans right. are called Indians? Because he thought he landed in fucking India. He like thought in they were Indians. What a dummy. A big old dingus. Anyways, this neither here nor there, Frank Abagnale. So in 1974, after he had uh, served less than five Uh, years of his 12-year sentence at a federal correctional, I've had a few too, for a federal correctional institution in Virginia. Abagnale and
0: Associates, they advise companies on fraud. All right. Over over 14,000 businesses have adopted his anti-fraud measures. So to this day, Abignail works with the FBI and teaches at the Academy.
1: As a as a consultant for anti fraud. As a cons- consultant. It's a
0: consigliary. So, it's
1: this Buffalo Trace is fantastic. It and is. that's that's why we're talking like
0: Only this. Only forty five percent alcohol.
1: Only. You know?
0: Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. So
1: in, in twenty fifteen It's got a Buffalo on the front. Well, you gotta read the history why it's called Buffalo Trace. Uh, but in 20, don't do it on the pod, okay. Chris. So don't, don't you, fucking... you were one yeah. step ahead yeah. of me, yeah. sir. <laughs> so in 2015, Abigail was named, uh, the AARP fraud watch ambassador, where he helps to, uh, provide online programs and community forums to educate consumers about ways to protect themselves from identity theft and cyber crime. In 2018, he began co-hosting the AARP podcast, The Perfect Scam, about scammers and how they operate.
0: Wait, this motherfucker got a podcast too?
1: Well, it's an AARP podcast, but he's a host of it. Oh, yes. so
0: they're for like 63 and up?
1: Yeah. Well, Pretty I much. mean, how many 63-year-olds listen to podcasts? They listen to like NPR. Like at least you know? four. Yeah, at least four. That I know of. Yeah. You know? Yeah. My dad <laughs> listens to us. Yeah. <laughs> He thinks it we're hilarious. By the way, hey, if you shitheads think we're hey, hilarious, hit us fine. up on Shit's Weird Bro One. Thank you.
0: At Shit's Weird Bro One on Twitter. Yep.
1: So that's where he's at now. But this guy, fucking Dude, hey, like, how much did he amass? Uh, I don't it was know.
0: Like ten million or something like that.
1: I don't know. I didn't delve into but that. That's he's, crazy.
0: He's for sure a millionaire now, based off well, his just because legitimate of business. His
1: legit. I mean. Don't you think he's got some of that money saved up somewhere from his scams? He's got some scam money somewhere. Dude,
0: in, in the um security boxes. <laughs>
1: Dude, he just... He's, how many
0: keys does this motherfucker have? He
1: just stuffed that son of a bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's got safety deposit boxes everywhere. So he's got more money than a million. But he's legit businessman where he's made yeah, an honest living now, now. Now. He's made an honest living being... well. He wouldn't. He wouldn't be in the position that he is if he wasn't the best con man ever. Hey,
0: well, look. Okay, he didn't even steal people's identities. He made shit up. Like he made.
1: He up literally people. Yeah. He he.
0: He, literally, he didn't need a social security number or any of that shit. Nope. Shit's more intense now because so, I can I can have your the date of birth and the place that you live. And I can steal your fucking identity.
1: Really? Didn't know that.
0: Yeah, that's actually, I went to Frank Abagnale's website, and that's yeah. what he says the two pieces of information not to give anybody
1: date of birth and your address,
0: and where you were born.
1: Oh, uh, which hospital? He said
0: those two pieces of information, I can be you in a second.
1: That's crazy. That's nuts. That yeah. oh, I need to go to his website and figure out his like fraud like prevention. Social
0: security number. Yeah, you would at least need a social security number. Well, no, something like but that. the
1: thing is, it's probably got to be a guy of his confidence level to pull this off. Like, you can't, dude. I know a guy who switched
0: physicians, and he filled out like the information for your social security, your address, switched physicians, all that
1: shit, physicians or physicians, physicians. Like, so he switched primary doctors. doctor.
0: Okay. Switched primary doctors and got his fucking uh, credit card information stolen. Just
1: because he switched doctors, yeah.
0: Some and and you can't trace it back because it's a fucking dynamic uh, IP address.
1: It's moving all the time. Yeah. It does, or it's yeah. like a VPN. You can't tell
0: who was logged in when yeah. they fucking charge they got a scrambler your they
1: got a scrambler where it's
0: it's not a scrambler it's just like well, if no, you go like, to McDonald's they give you a dynamic IP address when you log on and they only have a certain amount of IP oh, addresses yeah. on their network right yeah but you would be able so to trace that back to
1: McDonald's right is the thing you can trace but, it
0: back to McDonald's but it doesn't tell you which computer at McDonald's yeah, it traces it back but to. he
1: would have to have like a like there are scramblers out there that switch up your IP address every like time tour. you do something or yeah.
0: something like anything that you can get onto the dark web with that's crazy pretty much
1: i don't i i'm kind of dunce to what the dark web is i want to go on there but i don't
0: you have to download Tor. because w- that's the only way to protect yourself on the dark web. i want to go on otherwise there, but i don't they'll steal your fucking identity everything you know what i mean it's fuck it's the wild wild west out there i would you figure. don't want to do that have you been on no Because I am very fearful. Well, I'm in the IT management course. And he was like, if you want to do it, you have to download this software first.
1: So you don't get fucked.
0: Right. He he was like, there is. He's like, I don't want to talk about it. But there is dark web. If you're going to
1: do it download Tor first. See, I want to get somebody else's computer just to figure out. I was like, let you know me get a
0: burner computer and yeah. download Tor and then fucking search yeah, for Yeah, with
1: no information on it. Don't log into my or Google account on the dark
0: web and just go for it's it. It's
1: legal in Oakland, bro. We could just go, we could to, go to Oakland Berkeley.
0: Magic it's,
1: mushrooms it's, are fucking legal. It's legal. We could just go straight to <laughs> per, to Oakland. <laughs> I love California. You know, straight to Oakland. We don't it's have to dark as web
0: shit, it. But just the coolest shit is legal to yeah, do here. Yeah, but
1: owning a home here you're kind of fucked If you don't already have a home Yeah You know Kind of it's, fucked Anyways cool. Frank Abagnale The con man of all con mans Literally
0: Is he? I is feel he like not? the con man of all con mans Is someone we've never man's, heard of
1: I I screwed that up It's con men Yeah Yeah that makes a whole lot of sense
0: Like the, the best con probably man a Is guy someone you've never heard that's of That's
1: super rich right now That nobody knows Although about
0: Although Charles Ponzi was a motherfucker
1: That Ponzi scheme let me tell you something about Dude, that.
0: He's like, "All right. You give me 50 bucks today, I'll get you 100 bucks next week."
1: And he does it. <laughs> he but does he's it. using a different investor's money. But
0: he got the 100 bucks from two other people who gave him 50 bucks.
1: Yep. And then the, four oh. other
0: people are going to give him 50 you bucks. You know, that seems like, like so bucks.
1: much so much work. Just, it's so Hard,
0: but Bernie Madoff made it seem so fucking it's, easy. It, it seems like so he hard. Owed, he owed his investors like $120 yeah. billion, dollars and it's only
1: worth like $50 million. See, you could do that, though, if uh, if you make up like these fake companies, you know what I mean? You make up these fake companies and saying, oh, they're going to take off, they're going to take off, so invest. So you could do that and then pay off other people that you lied to earlier, you right. know what I mean? But it's... That seems like such a fucking. That seems like the worst way to con somebody because you're stressing it's, it's all the so time. Much work. Yeah, but you're stressing. You're like, oh, these fucking guys are out like 200 G's, and I have like, you know what I mean. You got to keep versus
0: being like, oh yeah, I'm a pilot here. <laughs> send, send me in uniform right now. Yeah, and I'm gone. Would that shit work today? No. Not after. Why? Not
1: post nine eleven.
0: You know what I mean? No. They're not letting anybody. You got to take your shoes off and shit.
1: You have to have 17 <laughs> background checks in order to be a pilot. You don't want to run us into a building, right? Okay. but Is that the qualifying question?
0: Is that the one at the beginning or the end of the quiz? That's
1: probably the first one. So have you ever had uh, thoughts of th- flying Do a plane have into a building? Hottest beliefs? Exactly. Have you searched? Have you looked and or searched... Jihad websites. Have you seen videos? You know. Hey,
0: you know what? Some of us have searched jihad websites.
1: I certainly have, but
0: not because. See,
1: I don't like. Haven't? I don't like watching decapitations, so I probably don't. I don't you know. like
0: watching decapitations, but I want to know why.
1: No, I don't. I don't even. I'm ignorance is bliss, Christopher. Of course. And I don't want to know that that shit happens. I know the world's a bad it's place, and I know it happens, but I don't want to watch it. I
0: know what human beings are capable of And I'm Some fucked up shit Slightly impressed but upset
1: We are the worst type of monkey that there is The worst type of ape out oh, there Oh yeah We're the worst no, ape
0: We'll stay at the top of the food chain Until we're all that's left in the food chain
1: Cause and we're gonna We, we will consume everything. the earth This is a whole different subject That we shouldn't be talking about oh. on freak Abagnale's Based episode Based on our confidence <laughs> We will consume the earth. Um, but, anyways, Frank Abagnale, he was a motherfucker. He wasn't a bad guy, but he was. He was I feel like
0: he was just a dude trying to do the best he see, could with what he had.
1: That's what we say. But what if we were the people that deposited de- de- deposited our check and it went into <laughs> his account? You know,
0: that's what the FDIC is for, bro.
1: I feel like he. Sh- I don't. It was around then, but I don't think he. Sh- he should have got 70s. They
0: were FDIC insured. He should
1: have had a lot more time. For what he did, he should have had a lot more jail time.
0: He should still be in jail for what he did. Yeah. For sure.
1: Is there's people that have been that. in for like tax evasion that are still in prison?
0: But then again, think of the lesser evils. How many how many frauds did he prevent versus commit? Yeah,
1: but I mean like, he probably still would be in jail if he didn't get the lighter sentence of five years. For some reason, he got sentenced to only... He got sentenced he to He only 12. did less than five. He did five. Yeah. Which, I I don't know. Like, how did he get good behavior or something like that? Not so, good
0: behavior. He was like, hey, I know how people are stealing money from you. Oh. I can help you. So, he you. went
1: in... Uh, gotcha. He went he into cahoots and they're like, let's get this guy out of here. Like, 6 9 Jailbird. Yeah, gotcha. No,
0: not like six nine. Oh, six okay. nine's a whole nother fucking thing. Whole another rat. If they were like, Hey Frank, we'll give you fucking <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker still we'll alive. give you protection. He wouldn't be like, nah, that's cool. I'm still gonna rat.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm still gonna rat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Six nine. Well, a how meat. that motherfucker's gonna die instantly. Well, how can he get witness protection though? He's literally got six nines all over his body. And one giant one on his face Tattoo removal You know to take a while You know how many sessions You gotta get that big ass One off his face first That's ridiculous
0: Makeup all day every day. And
1: maybe not have Rainbow hair You know Is that the deal breaker? The rainbow hair And the 69 on the face I think I know who you are I guess Anyways Abigail's is a son of a bitch We out
0: And he does not have A 69 on his face
1: Sure doesn't